evil men And then they say many trends Listen to two best friends You shout the word on the strength Word on the strength Girl, welcome to Word on the Streets, the podcast where we unpack straight culture. I'm cold in the studio today. The AC has been a bit much, I feel like, in the past day or two. But last night I was so hot. No, I was definitely feeling the AC this morning in particular. I put on a long sleeve shirt, if you can tell. Wow, I didn't even... Well, yesterday you were wearing a long sleeve shirt outside, and this so I guess is I wasn't because really I didn't attention. have any clean clothes, mm-hmm. mainly. But also, it was like I don't mind wearing this right now if I'm going to be inside. Because well, you're welcome for fixing the clean clothes issue. Yeah, thank you for doing the laundry. That's iconic. <laughs> um, getting ahead of myself. The thing about it is, I hate air conditioning, and I feel like yeah, I'm a guest. I shouldn't really comment on like the temperature that much. It's just like not up to me. But like. If it were up to me, girl, windows open, 80 degree air in, fans on. I know that that's your way of life. Like, that's your lifestyle and Mm -hmm. that's your choice. That's your challenge by choice. Um, But, and I I do think you should feel comfortable saying that you don't feel comfortable in the... I feel comfortable saying I'm not comfortable, but I'm still not going to say anything. (laughs) But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um... About it is, like, my least favorite thing in the world is going in somewhere during the summer, and it's so freezing cold because of the air conditioning that, like, it's winter again. And it's, like, we need to enjoy the summer because the winter blows. Like, we all hate the cold. I know some people prefer being cold to being hot, whatever, but the winter is miserable. At least give me, like, a sensible 74, you know? Like, don't give me 68. Don't give me these... Ice cold temperatures. Seventy four is, really and I'm hard. not talking about the Russell household. I'm talking about like I understand. Target or wherever. I think that it can be very refreshing to go into, and especially on a really hot day. You know, obviously, um, but like, I mean, we are an AC household, and I enjoy it most of the time. But I'm just because it's hard because it's summertime and you want to dress in all short sleeves, exactly. but then you're living in luxury in an AC palace, and you get a little frosties every once in a while. But it's not like there's not a happy medium. It's like literally temperature by temperature. Like mm-hmm. the thermostat. Control. I would sensually walk to the thermostat. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is... It's like, what is wrong with 75? Terraforming. Yeah. <laughs> Irregardless, how are well, you? Like, what else is going I was, on? Well, I was going to say, like, I mean, tell me if we need to edit this out, but... Uh, earlier this week, you implied that you may be leaving the AC Palace. Yeah, Prob's like planning an exit from the AC Palace. Wow. It's what are just, the thoughts? What are the pro- What are the What's going through your mind? I just like feel change a coming. You know, like it's happening. Like quarantine has gone on longer than even most thought it would. I famously knew it would be long, but. Who knew if I knew it would be this long? Like, I don't know. Nobody knew it was going to happen. I just, like... Joe, I mean, like every time say, Joe talks about this, he's, like... I, I actually, knew everything. I actually knew in 2017 that I this actually, was going to happen. In 2012, I was, like, no, you guys... Yeah. It's actually 2020. Um, what are... Where are you thinking of going? What are you thinking of doing, etc.? I mean, are you going to be next door to me, or are you going to be in a Polish Hill apartment? 
Um, I'll probably be nicer. Mm. Like, I am planning on... My mom hates the carpet in my room currently mm-hmm. at my house. It's kind of gross. Uh, there's, like, whatever. So I might rip up that, and, like, we might put hardwood floors in there, or I'm going to do, like, a bunch of rugs, bohemian. I'm just going to read you my room a little bit. So... Yeah, and, I mean, you've got shrines in there. You've got yeah, blackboards yeah. in there. You've, I mean, you've got a lot of workspace to make into, a like, a new bunker. Yeah, I think I'm gonna get, like, some Narnia wardrobe and, like, make it nice and spooky in, like, an upscale way. Less of, like, um, high school goth little monster. But it's, like, that's just an evolution. It's, like, am I gonna take all the Gaga posters down? I don't think so, but, like, some of them. You were talking about putting them in a book, which sounded interesting. And it's funny because they were all ripped from magazines. (laughs) I could have just left them in, but, you know... That would never have done. Mood boards, there's something about cutting it out and putting it on something. Yeah. Or like putting it up. But you, you could can do a collage. Yeah, because you have to open a book. If it's on the wall, it's on the wall. It's always there. You don't have mm-hmm. to do anything. Irregardless. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Obviously, it's August almost, bitch. Like, yeah, I mean, when this... Time is trucking no, it'll along. come out tomorrow. But, you know... So August will be soon when this comes out. August is soon. August is well. We, I mean, we famously coined June is soon June on is this soon. pod. Uh, so that was months ago, and yeah. we were sitting in these seats, uh, which is, you know, just how we're living these days. Uh, mm. Sitting in these seats, and you couldn't leave until we finished Sopranos, which we did last night. Absolutely not. Yeah, that's also a time marker. It's like wow. Yeah, yeah. We, we watched all of the Sopranos. The Sopranos, you guys. Even after taking, like, various week-to-week, two-week-long breaks every once in a while. Yeah, we like, took a long break in the middle. Yeah, and we're done now. Um, I can solidly say that it that was a good great. show. That was an incredible show. One of the best. Mm-hmm. Like, And for all of its, like, it was very timely. It was very good. It was well-written. I was, like, watching interviews and shit about it now that I'm, like, spoiler-free because they finished it or whatever, and it's, like... They let one, they they let David Chase, like, do the whole thing. Like, it was one man's vision, and that's, like, why it was so laser precise and able to do so much crazy Mm -hmm. shit. Like, it's just, it was such a good show. I do think that seasons four and five were sort of, like, the highlights for me. I felt like those were where I was, like, really, really engaged and, like, Mm -hmm. fully liking it. The earlier seasons are good, too. Obviously, we didn't like season three. I feel like we... Season three's not great. We... Opposite of Sailor Moon. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, Sopranos is pretty much the opposite it's, Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. I think that that is... There's a lot of violence in Sailor Moon, and just not as much um, death. It's also... But it's like cartoonish violence and not gratuitous oh, obvi, yeah. carnage. There's no blood. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> And so, yeah, we've been talking a lot about audience reactions to both the finale and also all the violence in the show. Obviously, we famously... I've been talking about how the show got very violent, and we felt like... I mean, season three was when it was, like, peak super violent. It was violent the whole time. Yeah. But it definitely got gratuitous. And then, yeah, we were talking about, like, um, how the finale was sort of the director maybe... Or, like, there was some article that Mm -hmm. M sent around that was, like, maybe this was the director commenting on the audience's, like, bloodlust and, like whether or not they should be liking that, but it's, like, also like that the whole time. Like, should we be liking Tony as much as we do or whatever? True. I feel like 
so I, but like throughout the whole show it's always been like very gruesome and so like I think that was always a conscious choice to like make it very very awful looking and mm-hmm. but the audience still like doesn't process that in roots for the main character yeah then then you flash to like a fun scene with calm yeah. or whatever so and obviously we stand Carmela obviously we stand Adriana <sighs> so obviously fiercely, we stand Meadow like so fiercely the women of the that show are so and, and Ro. good and fucking row bitch probably one of probably up there with my faves a great second a great secondary character yeah she's so good like just what a good actress i still like the thing about sopranos to me is that i never knew before watching it is that i didn't realize how funny it was like i didn't know i was gonna Mm -hmm. laugh like every single episode uh and once again james grandolfini is one of the greatest actors of all time yeah i'm watching everybody talk about him it's wild yeah obviously very tragic to a legend and like a fucking legend he he did it, and I mean, yeah, we we stand Sopranos, and we I'm happy that we watched it. It feels good. Feels really good. Feels like I was a part of something, JK, but it's like feels like they really did that for the 2000s culture. True. Like it was very elevated, very good, and like plus just like we we did this as a group, and it was a great group it, activity it was. for us. Yeah, very the zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah, very that very the zeitgeist. Yes, God work. Um, <laughs> totally, babe. <laughs> totally, I totally agree. Sorry, I just fritzed. I was on the fritz. <laughs> um, what else is going on? I also finished Avatar: The Last Airbender last night as Classic. I zipped through it because it was on Netflix. Yeah, so good, so fun. Obviously, it's so beautiful. Like you know, just tears, flames on the side of my face, and being bended. Towards Aang. Yeah. A lot of flame in the last step. It was Cray. It was Cray. Phoenix King. Phoenix King. Yeah, I obviously love Avatar The Last Airbender and, and it's like will die defending its vision. Hair is fierce, but he's evil, so. Are you going to watch Legend of Korra when it comes out on Netflix? Yeah. Have like, you ever watched Legend of Korra? Yeah, I don't think I've finished it, but like I know it, I get it. I've seen like two seasons, I wanna say. Okay. Well, I fully endorse watching that show as well because it is a great follow-up to Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, I love Korra. Korra's a queen. She's a fucking queen. A waterbending queen. Let's move on to your incredible fried rice you cooked for us this week. Oh my god. It was so good. Uh, Thank you. you. I mean, you made the rice the day before, right? No, I made it a couple hours before and put it in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. I thought you did that. I forgot the timeline, but you... I mean, it was a day. It was a whole day process. Yeah, and then I was like, "Do I need more rice?" So I made more and didn't use it. It was fine. Thank you. It was. It was fun to make. It was like Thai basil fried rice, right from the garden. You've been growing Thai basil in yeah. our garden. Grew a bunch of Thai basil. Waited till it got real big, and then took a big bunch of it off and got some of the good green curry paste from the Asian supermarket and did the thing. It was pretty good. This week was the first time I've been in that Asian supermarket, even though it's been open for, like, years. Yeah. I know, me neither. It was really nice. It was good. It was nice in there. There there were, like, a lot of people in there when I was in there. They had gloves at the front, which I appreciated. The only other place I've been to that have gloves upon entry is the shoe store. Little's next to it. Uh, And so I, I happily put the gloves on because I was like, yeah, this is all produce and food stuff so yeah obviously good to be clean 
and taking all the precautions that we can. Next to godliness, babe. Cleanliness, that is. Located my dragon fruit and got the hell out of there. Yeah. It was nice. I'm like... Didn't, um... You could, I couldn't really tell what anything was, but, like, we're growing and we're learning and, like, the produce is self-explanatory. I need to pick up on my fucking Korean, Japanese, and Chinese, yo. I just need to learn another language. I want to start watching Los Spookies so I can, like, remember Spanish and also mm-hmm. be spooky. I would love to rewatch. I mean, I would love to have you rewatch the show and me watch it for the first time. Maybe we can do that. Oh, my God. You've never seen it. I've seen the first episode and the last episode. There's only a couple in between that you haven't seen. There's, like, so, so I need to see. <laughs> I love Los Spookies. Yeah. I, I've loved it every time I've seen it. I just haven't watched it. And I really want to finish watching it. And I just lost track of time. Anna fucking Fabrega. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously Julio. So good. Woo! Well, I think, why don't we move into the word on the street? Okay. Sort of a headline topic. I'm sure if you clicked on the pod, Mm, you saw. I feel feel like very few people enter the, could possibly start listening to an episode of the podcast without knowing what the word is. But yet we reveal it every episode. Yeah, it is a secret to, to in the MP3. Do the shimmy shush. Yeah. So, bitches, today we wanted to speak to all of you about... Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. She's come up a lot on the pod before. Uh, yeah. In various different formats and formations. And, I mean, usually being highly critiqued by my co-host. Yeah, like, I come for her. I come for her. And I'm not gonna, like, deny that. I don't think you can or should. No. But I like this album. Yeah, that was a super- that was a shock to me. When we decided to talk about it today, or like earlier this week, and then you told me you lo- you had positive feelings about it, which is which has made me even more excited to talk to you about it. And listen, like my past with Tay is like marred with like a lot of pop cultural, like that did not exist in a vacuum. Like she it, experienced a lot of hate. And there's like, there, yeah, we're in a culture of hate. Yes, we are in a culture of hate, and I am um, a stand of things, and like that just you know affects your mental. Being a stand does, like, destroy your mind. Yeah, it's like, you are now, um, not a person, you are a hive mind of this thing, and it (laughs) controls your thoughts and feelings. And, um, so I'm just involved in that culture at all, so I was just, like, wrapped up in the, like, I don't even know when it was, really, because, like, I like some songs of all of her albums, like, The Girl Can Write a Song, it's more of, like, her, um, place in pop culture, which is just, like, wild and, like, not even something that she fully created and, like, not, like, someone's image is, like, a conversation between the artist and the audience, like, Gaga and, like, everybody, like, you only can control so much of the narrative. What the fuck ever. <laughs> this album is fun. It's it's a little witchy. It gives me, it's, like, she listened to, like, all, she listened to um, Lana Del Rey's last album and was, like, Jack Antonoff, let's do something like that. And... It was very Lana. Like, my one of my favorite Tay songs is Wildest Dreams from 1989. Yeah. I think it was on 1989. And that's just literally, like, a Lana Del Rey song. And this album is very Lana-influenced. It's kind of, like, Haim. It's kind of, like, um, fucking... Oh, my God, what's her name? Queen of Everything... Rihanna. No. <laughs> Queen of Folk. Queen of Chelsea Morning. Queen of Case of You. Joni Mitchell. It's very, like, a singer-songwriter. I have my guitar. 
And I was like, this is the lane you should have been in the whole time. And it's like, I know that every pop star needs to grow. And 1989 was really good. But, like, stick with, like, the You Belong With Me ass, like, folk slash pop rock hits, bitch. Like, I don't need your reputation. I don't need Shake It Off even. Like, not even Shake It Off. I'll take blank space. I don't need Shake It Off. Shake It Off is, like, it gives it to me when I need it. But, like, Mm -hmm. what did you think of the album? For me, I enjoyed the sounds of it. And, like, I I mean, I've just listened to it twice. And so I don't have, like individual song thoughts on it because I felt like a lot of the songs really sounded very similar to one another and I was never like I mean I knew obviously when a song ended and started again but it it all like blended together and and, like I'm sure that's intentional but for me I felt like I I I enjoyed it but it wasn't my sound I I like I like the popular stuff I like the like honestly just faster paced songs so just like I, it's you need a kick drum and I wasn't, a synth. I wasn't moving, Mm-mm. but I was moved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I enjoyed what Taylor put out this week. And I, you know, I'm not like, I've, I've never, I've never been like super against her or anything. Obviously, I'm not like her number one fan or you, you know, I'm not even her number two fan. But girl, yeah, I'm not even on the board. I'm not here. I think that like. Especially having just seen her documentary, like, I mean, that was probably two months ago that we watched it, at least, maybe three. Time is not real, Right, but it does feel like we just watched it. Um, And that, I mean, obviously that's, like, intentional by her, too, once you, what you were talking about, like, communicate with your fans and, like, give yourself the, give the perception that you want of yourself to the wider group. But, like, that was very humanizing as it was intended, and just, like, I, you know, I'm not, like... I'm enjoy- I enjoy her music, and she's, like, I feel like she has, not that this is, like, good, but I feel like she has, like, really started to make executive decisions about, like, what she involves herself with, which I think is good, because I feel like anything that she gets involved with, people will really lash back against her about that, and so I feel like she's making, like, I feel like she's not as much engaged in, like, paparazzi culture or like gossip columns anymore whether that's like her own doing or just like where we're at in society but i think that that makes a better yeah it works for her it's like yeah for sure she was like about it with a reputation like that was what it was all about i just really wasn't feeling it but she um definitely has seemed to like stop giving a credence and then like yeah like the the documentary her being like she's political now like how many people fucking registered to vote when she finally came out political at all right Mm -hmm. so it's like but it's like pop stars definitely learn the lesson you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't early on and also it's like questionably ethical to stand like any pop star so like we're none of us are um innocent here and like we're all complicit in this huge corporate like whatever american belief of pop glory, but, like, girl, you see me at the Gaga shows, like, um, I sleep at night, okay, but, um, yeah, like, no one's flawless, yeah, like, you're a fan, like, if you're a fan of something, obviously, like, no matter, like, I've said this a lot of times, but I hate the creators of almost everything I've ever loved, and so, hate, girl, 
Kinda. I mean, I'm okay. Hate whatever. Like, I don't really even know what that means anymore. Yeah. Okay. I just like I don't have strong positive feelings for pretty much anyone involved with like a lot of the stuff that I like. Production um, is terrible. Yeah. In a way, it just like it depends. But it just it's just you know, you're a fan of some that you know artist and art separation, death of the author, all that. Stuff. All that shit. Um. Not that I'm saying that Taylor is some horrible person because i i mean it doesn't seem that way no but the thing that i appreciate it feels like she actually uh like didn't write this album for like anybody but her or like you know it felt like a very like she got in quarantine wrote a bunch of poetry these are like story like folk songs that i feel like um very quarantine inspired it's a quarantine mood and she finally used the word pennsylvania in a song like she's Admitting where she's actually from, which is middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. And I like that song. I think it's on, it's either seven or I think it's seven, which is my favorite on the album. Um, I only listen to it like twice or thrice maybe, but like. Did someone say twice? Twice. Let's stand twice. Guys, I love, we'll talk about twice. We have talked about twice. Uh, and we can continue to. Whatever. We'll all talk about Blackpink later. But the thing is, she finally said like. Pennsylvania, it feels like a very honest and, like, stripped back. And that sonically, I agree with you, it does, um, it's, like, all stripped back using the same sort of, like, very acoustic, like, piano, maybe literally just the same actual sounds on all of the tracks, but I don't know, I like some of them a lot. Like, some of them, half of the album is good, IMO, and the other half I'm, like, I could, like, take or leave this song. But that's how I am with most Taylor albums, like, Red, give me 22, give me red, give me... I take, like, some of them, and then I'm like, okay, I don't need these album tracks, but... Go off, Tay. Like, this is the straight culture, and bitches are gagging over it, I'm sure. Have you listened to the new Chicks album? I have not. No, I haven't. I haven't. People were asking me about this. Yeah, I haven't listened to it either, and obviously I don't remember the history of their band, because when George W. Bush was president... I was in the second grade. Yeah. But, I mean, I just think it's interesting to compare and contrast because obviously they were very famous and popular country singers and Taylor started slash is still a country artist. Mm -hmm. And, like, just thinking about them speaking out politically versus her doing it. And obviously it was a different tone of the message, but I just think that that's an interesting comparison to bring up, especially because they release albums at such a similar time um, and in such a fraught... Uh, time that we're in. Yeah, and it's, like, compared to what, like, the chicks went through in the 2000s. Then, like, think about Taylor's rise, but how she was also, like, apolitical. Like, that's a huge thing in country music. Mm -hmm. Like, even Dolly Parton talked about it. Like, you walk the line, especially as, like, a female artist. Like, you can't be... You have to be apolitical. Like, Dolly turned it into an art form. Sometimes she would talk about how she would, like, flip a political question into, like, a boob joke. And, like, you don't even know where you are anymore or whatever. Like, they were scared to because you could take such a hit from, like, the label or your base or whatever. Like, people were burning the chick CDs or whatever, right? So, like... That sucks. But then Tay was like, no, I'm, like, pretty sure my capitalist cloud is um good. Like, mm-hmm. they're going to buy the record. So maybe she finally was, like, vote, you guys. And, like, that's good. And she's been doing more. And, like, 
We also talked about Taylor on this pod when she released her gay ass video for um, You Need to Calm Down. And mm. I came for her a lot. I don't love the song, but like, there were a lot of queer people employed in that music video. Yeah, and I'm sure she donated. I think that that was the whole thing. Like, she for, got a bunch of donations for that too. And like, I'm sure she continues to do those things. I'm not up on Taylor's most recent, you know, benefacting. Yeah. Um, but it's like, whatever. I'm, o- I'm over her. Um, being terrible. It's mm. like she's... It's like Halsey. Like, we can forgive some of these girls, but maybe not stream all of the songs. You know? Yeah, that's fair. Um, I also want... Yeah, I was... To go back to what you were talking about, like, speaking out politically, like, I... It's just like, for any creator, any person with a base, there's like a quote-unquote risk to, like, revealing what you really think about the world because, mm-hmm. like, more than likely somewhere close to half of people will disagree with you. Uh, like, some of the, half the people who, like, are your fans. And so it's, like, obviously there's, like a, like, a risk to your bag if you speak out about, like, your views on the world. Uh, but I think that it's good that, like, more and more people are becoming or have always been or whatever they're doing. I think it's great to have people with such wide audiences, like, promoting, like, getting out of voting and yeah. just like very, whatever viewpoints they have. It's just like late capitalism is so corny because it's either you ignore everything and you're just like hawking your shit and everyone's like, are you kidding me? The world is on fire. This just is tacky. Like advertising is tacky. Or it's like you're, you're trying to be woke and you have your like obligatory Black Lives Matter corporate Facebook post or something. It's like, be Ben and Jerry's or like do it right. Like, you know, you have to like go all the way or like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's just like, late capitalism is so corny about that. Well, there's just no, there's nothing, there's no way to like bridge that ethical gap. There's no, there's no spectrum to it. Like, cause it's, we'd say like, you're like, you're either apolitical like Taylor Swift used to be, or like you are an activist, basically, yeah. like the corporation Ben & Jerry's, uh, which ha- obviously has its own issues, and I'm making a joke. But, yeah. like, th- it feels like if you speak out or at all or, like, promote your viewpoint at all, and you'll get branded as, like, some yeah. sort of activist or, like, whatever, like, shitster or anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you or, you... or you don't speak out about it, which is one end of the spectrum, but, like, there's no room for, like actual discussion as is the case in like every sector every yeah all the way up girl all the way up <laughs> but um taylor's very witchy on this album <laughs> in a way and that's nice it does it there there is a mood there's a mood and there is a and the mood like, is feeling black and white in the woods that's the mood yeah i mean the album art pretty much gets across how it sounds that's the mood and she is the moment yeah but, like, there's a song called Mad Woman. She's, like, telling stories. A lot of story songs, which is very, like, country and, like, old school. You referenced our old soundboard, and I have been thinking about it a lot. Uh, uh, and I'll try and get it going again. I've been, I mean, I look, I, do, I think I downloaded an app trying to do it, but I did it during an episode of Sopranos because I wanted to use a clip from Sopranos oh for the soundboard. Thank God. Um... So I'm, I, I've been doing it too, but there's, I mean, I, maybe I will say it, I'll save it in case I can get it together, yeah. uh, but it's really good and we would use it a lot. I love that. Oh my God. I love them. Yeah. 
<laughs> how, how can we put a GIF on the soundboard in a way that makes it mm, look good? I don't know. Everyone, if you search Sopranos on a GIF keyboard, there's one of Carmela like with her hand, yeah, Carmela beckoning like, someone to put mm-hmm. something in, uh, and we do that a lot with her big fucking French tips. Oh my god, we stand. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. And straight people love Taylor. They always have. Yeah. Like, she and like, is popular culture. I mean, like, she is in the short skirt, and I am in the bleachers. You know, I've... Who hasn't had that feeling? Dreaming about the day. Like, that's a good song, and that really... Like, she's been... She's been famous since she was, like, 13, right? Or something like yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, like... She was one of those girls who was like, I'm going to Nashville, and it's like, you're seven. She's like, I'm going to make it, and then she fucking died. Yeah. I've, that reminds me of a Hannah Montana clip I always think of because there isn't Dolly Parton. Oh, her. Oh, 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 yes, and, and Dolly. Dolly yeah, and she mm-hmm. comes on a couple episodes, and Dolly Parton at one point is like, "If you got pants as tight as mine, you gotta find some place to put your phone." That no, oh. uh, <laughs> there's a part where. Miles is talking, Miles. Uh, talking to her, and they're reminiscing about like when Miley wanted to become a celebrity and like tried this music mm. thing, and like Dolly Parton at one point said to her like, "You know, there's a million other girls out there who are trying to do the same mm. thing, and only one of them is gonna like make this their life or whatever." And Miles like, "Well, you remember what I said?" I said, well, my, well, <laughs> whatever my dad's said, already a country no. singer, so. <laughs> said, well, I'm going to be that one. And that's like sort of Taylor. Yeah. To end the long <laughs> story. To bring Taylor, it back. Taylor Swift is. Taylor Swift is Miley Cyrus. If no, there was no like a, she is um, Shelly, Pennsylvania. That's her true identity. Dropped the rhyme scheme. Hannah Montana. Who rhymes with Pennsylvania girl? I don't know. What name? What lady's name rhymes yeah. with Pennsylvania? I don't know. N- Nia Pennsylvania. <laughs> Hannah Pennsylvania. No. Antonia Pennsylvania. <laughs> so not good. <laughs> Sylvia Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Sylvia okay. Pennsylvania. <laughs> not good. It's like I'm the worst pop star name ever. <laughs> She's also, like, the worst pop star of the 50 states. Like, if there's a Hannah Montana, there's, like, a... Whatever. Here we go. People would always say Yoda Dakota. Yoda Dakota. And it's, like, Yoda Dakota is weird. It's, like, a sick, like... I see Yoda Dakota as, like, a cyberpunk-like pop star. I see that. But, like, also country. Because he's also Dakota. Country. Also country. Cyber country. Yeah. So those are my thoughts on the album and, you know, society at large. Mm. Through the lens of this most recent Taylor Swift. Oh, yes. Um, more important... I'm sorry, this just in, not more importantly, um, Blackpink announced their album. I saw that. So, like, we're fucking gagging about that. Um, Is this their first album? There's a thing about that, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yes. Um, K-pop is weird, but they have, like... Because a- I remember making a 50K for the verse no album out joke when I found out they didn't <laughs> already have an album. T, yeah, T, absolutely. But, like, for real, how do you get a song with Gaga and you don't have an album out? I, I stand. Well, first of all, they're Blackpink. First of all, we're Blackpink in your area. Here's the thing. Yes, this is their first album. They have a couple EPs out. Um, is there a mystery guest? 
on their next single, Yes, Nobody Knows Who It Is. We think it's Selena Gomez. We think it's Ariana Grande. We think it's Pablo Vitar, did they say? I forget. Maybe not. I mean, Stan Twitter be crazy. They're going off. I'm totally unplugged. <laughs> Obvi, you're unplugged. I'm so jealous. The world is bad, but you I already knew that. Been two weeks since then and so yeah that's fierce it take i you know people always say it takes three weeks to make a habit and go on another week girl tell me about it yeah and so you always think about that and then it just like deters me from starting new habits <laughs> sometimes <laughs> or like, like it's gonna take three weeks <laughs> or i'll be like i'll already be in the habit of something and then i'll be like wow yeah it's been like three weeks since I or like i've been doing this for like three. it's just like Quarantine. It's the self-fulfilling... It takes three years to make a habit. It takes three fucking million years to decompose a dinosaur. No, like... <laughs> I'd be thinking so much about self-fulfilling prophecy shit, like, um... Like, that rule. Like, if you do something for three weeks, you can just, you know, force yourself to make it a habit. Or, like, um... Horoscopes being just, like you reading into it what you want to or like not what you want to but you reading it and then just making that yeah. true because it's in your subconscious now and you're like this is the way I am I'm... and not to be too into like new agey stuff but like there is woo woo <laughs> <laughs> there is some truth to like manifestation and like believing in yourself and making stuff happen for yourself by yeah believing that you can do it and putting out into the world that you want to do it. Absolutely. Especially in this capitalist world and, like, the way this universe works, putting energy in and shit, whatever. Like, if you ask for things, you will be more likely to get them. Luck favors bitches who whatever ask for it or whatever that Yeah, Yeah. Favors the prepared. True. And, I mean, it's just, like, and I think that there's, I think that this is maybe a millennial issue, and, and obviously there's a lot of people who talk about this with, Women particularly, but, like, a lot of people are bad at advocating for themselves and, like, asking for things that they want. Just, yeah. Um, and so I... What, how did we even get on this topic? I don't know. I was talking... I don't know. Oh, I oh, was talking about, about self-fulfilling prophecies. Yeah, but I, I... I mean, self-fulfilling prophecies are real, and obviously, like, not everything that happens happens for a reason or, like, because anything you did. But, like, I do... I, I think I've learned in the past, like, year or so that, like... You know, you put energy out and you get energy back. Girl. And not, I mean, I feel like I sound like RuPaul now, where I'm like <laughs> talking about <laughs> and meditation. And drag. Yeah, um, <laughs> and stuff like that. But And stuff like that. And stuff like that. We were talking about Vanessa Bayer saying what uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, yeah, we were. And stuff like that. And <laughs> hey, y'all, I'm Miley Cyrus. <laughs> so good. So it looks like, I hope in the future that like, um, after, like, the nuclear war or whatever, Taylor and Miley um, and, like, a blonde wig all end up in, like, some sort of nuclear accident and, like, one pop star emerges. And it's mostly a blonde wig. <laughs> like a The Fly situation. Like a The Fly, but it's, like, a Cousin It um, teen idol country star mashup. I think that'd be great. Yeah, I think I'm going to make that B film. Anyway, do you want to do an extra long Iconic No Iconic? <laughs> well, how do you mean extra long? We could just take a long time doing it. <laughs> uh, sure. Or, I don't know, what else do we have to say about Tay? Well, do you have any... I mean, yeah, we can move on. I, I don't really care what on, like, the time stamps okay. of these episodes. Do you have anything else to say? I, I mean, we can talk <sighs> more about music. I had something... Uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, I've been getting back into One Direction. I've been yeah, listening... Yeah, you have. I've been hearing that. I, I listen... <laughs> I've been listening to their albums, and I really still am a stan. 
Yeah, One Direction was such a moment. All it, of their songs are so good, and him, I love them. Himbos before Himbos. Oh, it's probably inspired because it's the 10-year anniversary of One Direction. Yes, I forgot okay. about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I love that, like, we all knew Harry was the JT, like, we all knew he was the breakout, but it's also, like, Zayn is in the zeitgeist, and, like, that's cool, like, his music is cool, but, like, not as prolific or as lauded as, like, Harry's, and it's like, we're not, this isn't no competition, but it's, like, crazy that Harry became this fucking, like, megastar, he's, like, A-list, and it feels like everyone else in the band is, like, below that. Yeah, I agree with But, I mean, I feel like there's, like, Harry, and then there's Zane, and then there's the other three. Yeah, where, like, that's I, definitely it. But, and I feel like that's always been how it is. D, because it's like, I feel who like, the fuck is Liam? I, I don't know I feel like her. from the jump, like, at the very beginning of the first music video, it's like, you kind of, it, it feels like they were framing Harry as, like, the lead, the yeah. main character, or whatever. Uh, and so, like, that's obviously intentional by, like, a whole industry of people who, like, right. created them. Simon Cowell. And I don't want to be a dick. Like, Louis Tomlinson, like, he he was on the Billboard in UK for some song he released, like, the other week. So it's like, you better yeah. work, Fish, or whatever. I have not really delved into their post-group work. No. Uh, I can't wait for the reunion. It was such yeah. a moment for a boy group that, like, could be lazy. Like, they weren't expected to do much of um, dancing or, like, anything, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was always just like, okay... But, like, they reinvented the boy group. I don't know. They're, they were kind of like the Beatles. They, I mean, far more... Uh, it's like they deserve that comparison in many ways. You I, know? I completely agree with that. And I think that... Oh, they're, I just love all their albums. And I hope that they get back together <laughs> for another one. <laughs> Long. Um, but that's all I have to say about music for today. Hang on. I need to talk. 1989 is a good album. I think she made that with Jack Antonoff, too, if I'm, like, not mistaken. I feel like Jack Antonoff has, like, 80 clones of himself, and he works with every single leading artist. I think they just send one to every pop star, and they're like, do you want this? And then some of them are like, yeah, why not? <laughs> you know? But, like, 1989 was good. Taylor can write a good song, just like, um... Some of them are a little, I don't know, it just veers into, like, Corntown sometimes, but, like, that's okay. And which artist is not prone to Corntown, you know? There's always going to be a time when you're either too genuine or whatever, or you're, like, you, like, everyone has their own specific tastes, and anything you read or listen to or watch is not going to fit perfectly in your taste unless it's, like, your thing. Exactly, and I love the word taste too because it's like what's your flavor like everyone has their fucking flavor favorite flavor yeah because like like, even though we both said positive things about this album like it wasn't for me but like you liked it a lot more than me even though like we both enjoyed it it's just we had different speeds that we like in our albums or music or whatever and i like usually taste is like not like weaponized but it's like Bad taste, good taste, right? I think that's, like, another stupid dichotomy, but it's, like, things that are uh, elevated or, like, high taste, good taste, considered to be that. It's, like, I enjoy things like that, but then it's, like, bitch, give me also, like, the lowest taste. Like, if you don't have... There should be, like, a pyramid of tastes. 
of like good taste, bad taste, like the food pyramid. And it's like, are you getting all your tastes mm-hmm. and your media consuming? Are you getting your highbrow um, vegetables? And then are you getting your like shitty like reality TV doses? Not I that all of it's bad think or whatever. That makes sense. No, I understand what you're saying. Because um, well, we all need all of them. Yeah, everyone should be getting a, a pick here, a pick there, a pick there Absolutely. of the large swath of media out there. And depoliticized taste, because it's like, everyone can have their favorite flavor. Yeah. I mean, well, you did just say that there's, like, some things that are shitty and some things that are, like, yeah. higher brow art. Yeah, but I'm just using that as, like, the I guess... The framework that's, like, given to us by society. Yeah, and it shouldn't even be, like, a pyramid. It would be a circle. It would be a slice of pie. Mm, and like you a just color gradient circle. Yes, girl. Not like, li- not like a pyramid, because that's a fucking hierarchy. That is the patriarchy. That is... Egypt. Egypt. I'm glad we worked that out. Anyway. Uh, I, I agree more with the metaphor now. Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember what I was going to say, so let's move on to Iconic, Not Iconic. Right. Iconic, Not Iconic is the final segment of the show where we've pre-prepared three topics, and we'll discuss them one by one. We'll decide whether they're iconic or not iconic. All right, you guys ready to play? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, first up, we have... 12-year-old me realizing I'm gay. Three, Three two, two, one. Not iconic. iconic. I'm going to say not iconic. <laughs> um, I feel like <laughs> it could have been iconic, but you didn't come out for like seven or eight years after that. <laughs> me? Yeah. What? No. Oh my God, I'm talking about the meme. Oh, I don't know that (laughs) meme. Oh my god, you bitch. (laughs) Coming out is another false dichotomy. It's fine. That's fake as shit. There is no closet, or there are, but... Well, then I stick with my answer because I don't know this meme, and it's probably because I'm not on Twitter. (gasps) Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. I mean, Mm. I just feel like, I feel like I don't, I feel like I say it too much that I I deactivated my social media, so I try not to say it enough, but I... I can understand you forgetting about this. This is me forgetting this and, like, not realizing that you weren't sort of aware of this. I'm so sorry. I'm so Usually sorry. Usually I'm, like, like uh, before two weeks ago, I knew, like, every meet. Yeah, you were hyper-aware. And, but, okay. Yeah, and extremely online, but now I don't know what this is. What it, can you explain? Oh, my God. Yeah, you're going to love this meme, Sam. Okay, so it's Miranda Crosgrove in character as Megan <laughs> mm-hmm. looking at the computer. And I love that meme. it's the meme of her going, Interesting. interesting. So it's, um, the interesting is at the bottom, but on her head is text that says, um, me at, 12 year old me realizing I'm gay. Oh. And so people will post, like, a pic of some media that they saw when they were 12, and then this meme that says, and Megan looking at the screen going, interesting, like, hand on the mouse. Yeah. It's so funny. Oh my god, that's, I think this meme is really iconic and will be remembered, but you obviously aren't aware of it. It's all, but it it really jumps off the back of the already very famous Megan. Sure, 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 sure. Um, and but like, and I'm I'm sure it's funny. Haven't really engaged. With no, it. yeah, that's my bad. Didn't consider that. But you're right. This meme was pre-existing, and that just really goes to show like the power of memetic. I love memes and wish I could study them. It's. I feel like they're labyrinthine though. It's like they'll eventually they are eating themselves. They combine and recreate themselves, and then new things spring out of nowhere, or, like, 
every day there's a new, like, very viral thing that everyone's heard about. And it's and so... that becomes combined with the last thing and also the next thing. And just, like, there's always a new thing that's, like, just, like, it's very interesting. But it's also very, like, da-da. It's very, like, abstract and, like, random, non-sequitur sometimes. Like, that will take the meme into another direction or, like, everyone's takes are valid and, like, sometimes the weirdest ones pop off. Yeah, especially, be- I mean, because it's being, u- the memes are being used through the lens of, like, millennial and Gen Z humor, which is, like, very, I mean, people have always talked about how it's, like... Random core. Random or just, like, uh, not random, but... Yeah, not random. Uh, what's the word? nihilist at times and just sort of like nothing matters and like it's all uh just like very kind of random i think that random is sort of a good word but i don't want to say that there's like no thought process behind Mm -hmm. it because it's like intentionally out of nowhere yeah some of them are so cutting and like real and crazy okay next up um this was also maybe on twitter I mean, give it a go. Noah Galvin wearing a Rhythm Nation hat while prom posing with Ben Platt. Did you see this picture? I did. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. Iconic. iconic. This is an iconic gay relationship. It is. because I And I do support them and love them and hope for them only the best. Uh, I don't particularly like Noah Galvin's facial hair right now and so when i said I, I i'm not obsessed with it and i mean not to i don't want to come for oh, wow. him because I, I thought he looked so good and I, i'm glad for and the you. rhythm nation hat i was like this is a moment i clearly this just isn't for me I, I i and i'm happy that other people are happy with it and i guess ben platt must be happy with it so i'm happy ben's happy uh you don't like his facial hair though do you just not like facial hair in general no i do but i feel like it's this kind of it is not for me currently. I would love to see what he looks like with just the mustache before he shaves the whole thing off. But, uh, you know, until then I've decided that it's that picture. It maybe wasn't the right light for me to really grapple with it in a good way. Yeah, you're still saying this is this moment. Is oh, of course. Right. Like, especially because it comes after months of... Well, first speculation that they were together. And then Noah Galvin confirmed it on a podcast. Right. And then I think in like this image came with a caption from Ben Platt being like, fine, whatever. Like all, yeah, uh, yeah, he yeah, said yeah. something about like finally like being open about it. Yeah. You know, we all like everyone who care would have cared already knew about it because mm-hmm. Noah Galvin said something about it. This is the first time he posted about I it. And this is him. Who? Noah Galvin. I like both of them are great to me, but Noah yeah. Galvin is incredible. And I know Ben Platt is like such a talent or like what the fuck ever that musical I never saw. But like Noah Galvin is so they were shady. both in, they were both Oh yeah, they were musical. both that musical. And what also Dear Evan Hansen. Purple, yeah. And Dear Evan but Hansen. also the but the thing is the the two two other Dear Evan Hansons also are dating each other. No, this is a Broadway curse. Or a Broadway love machine. It's like you have to be in the saddest gay musical to like get rid of your trauma to be healthy enough to be in a sustained relationship with only a select other group of gay men who have also gone through this rigorous healing traumatic experience I, of playing Evan Hansen. I, I've never seen this musical. I don't think they play Evan Hansen because I I think or wait they do. I forget. It is him. Yes. The, the main character might not be named Evan Hansen. No, I was getting confused because the title of... I've never listened to the album, and I know that I should... <laughs> Wait, I thought you'd seen the show. No. The ti- you watched the show, Tama. 
I have not. <laughs> the title of the show comes from a suicide note that someone wrote. I th- right, and so. so I'm pretty sure that Dear Evan Hansen means that it's to the main guy, and I'm pretty sure they are playing Evan Hansen. But, <laughs> you know, uh, don't at us if that's incorrect. Oh, do not talk I'm, to me about Dear Evan Hansen. Neither of them are in it anymore, so it doesn't matter. Absolutely. Um, happy for them. Uh, d- I've I've seen Ben Platt uh, live on a podcast before, and he is so funny and cute and talented. Yeah, they they really also Noah Galvin commented on my Instagram when I dressed up for him as <gasps> him for Halloween. He really so, did. You know what did he say? I forget. It was a good costume. You guys, you really can did find that. it if I if you look at my Instagram for more than one second. I do still have an Instagram. Guys, uh, don't worry. It's not like you totally disappeared off the face of the no. Time. I just don't have a Facebook or a Twitter. And it's like, not having Facebook, it's like, that's the goal. That's, I mean, you could achieve that goal in the next six seconds. It's like, that's the goal, I'll never, I'll never get there, but it's like, I might not get to the mountaintop, but like, you are already there, and it's like, I could get there too. You could get there immediately. Let's do the third one. (laughs) Next up, we have Christmas in July. Oh. Three, Three, two, two, one. one. Not Not iconic. iconic. I don't really know what it is. Exactly. It also is weird that it's in July, not June, because June 25th is, like, the end of the first six months, and then December 25th would be the end of the second six months, but July 25th is so random because that's just the seventh month. Our super fans will have to let us know, because I feel like we might have done this already, but I'm not positive. Either way, like... It's always good to, like, see if we still feel rehash, the same way. Rehash, rehash, yeah. Um, yeah, that, yes, I agree. The thing about Christmas in July is one time I went to a campground with my family, like, on July 4th weekend or something, and there was, like, a theme that all the campers and, like, people brought a bunch of, like, Christmas decor as a joke, because they knew that they were going to be camping here for Christmas in July. It was, like, the campsite did a, a, a fun thing. And, like, that was fun, but, like, I've never seen it successfully done anywhere else, and it's just, like, mm, what is this concept? Why did it... It happened. Is it just another excuse to sell Christmas shit? It must be. I also, <laughs> like, the the only time I heard about it for the first, like, 16 years of my life was in a Cartoon Network promotion where they were talking about Christmas in July. Yeah. I feel like it was a cow and wow. chicken forward uh, <laughs> oh advertisement. God. And I know, and I that didn't just re- starts something yeah. deep. Wow. I didn't grasp what it was then, and I still don't fully comprehend it now so it's really not iconic to me and i'm glad we're in agreement on that it's like i don't want to burst anyone's bubble it's like if you have any children listening like this is a spoiler for like life but like the coca-cola company invented santa claus so like that's a fact they invented how he looks like they invented the image of santa no no i I don't know is that true yes i wrote a research paper on coca-cola in like the sixth grade I'm an expert on these things. And <laughs> I've written many. So it was at least three pages long. I've read seven Double tweets space. about this. So. Yeah, I read, I looked at a tweet thread about this. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I think like, I mean, I'm sure there's like, like isn't old Saint, Saint Nick. Nick. Yes, he, there was already like an image, but like the red and like the hat and the boots, like Saint Nick probably looked more like Radagast or like, you know, some like tree wizard, Santa long beard. But, like, the put-together red trim boots, rosy-cheek-ass old man. Jolly. Like, that Do you think that Mrs. Claus is a beard? Like, no. I think they're straight as fuck. Mm. Yeah, I could see them (laughs) being eternally in love. 
Yeah. You know? We need more... I'm gonna write a Breaking Bad slash Sopranos-esque story about Mrs. Claus. Whoa, 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 whoa. What crime does she commit up there? Well, it's there? not about crime. It's about, like, giving three dimensions to a, Mrs. Claus. An the Carmela character. The, the Carmela Soprano treatment. Yeah. It's or like, the what Tony it, Soprano treatment. Yeah. But it's, like, what is her life like, you know? And sort of, like, where... Like, how does she get involved in this... In right. this industry what are her responsibilities does she always yeah. enjoy the limelight of being mrs claus uh, like and I'm, what are the immense drawbacks to that you i'm know? sure there's so many I'm expectations. Sure her husband must work a year round and then t- puts on a vacation shirt for one week to go down to florida i thought it was like that he worked one night a year but he has to get all those toys ready and i know the elves, the must elves do most do of it, but <sighs> i'm sure that comes with a lot of management um, but like that's the sort of stuff my story, my my show would explore. I'm obviously more interested in the elf culture and like that'll be very <laughs> talked about. Obviously, it can't all be about Mrs. Claus. No, but it's like, what is her relationship with the elves? Like, she's there all the time. I feel like Santa is like the face and has to like go down and around and like help out sometimes. Like, go to the meetings with the Easter Bunny and shit. But like, what is Mrs. Claus doing when Santa's not around? Yeah. I need to know. The feminine mystique mm. of Mrs. Claus. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that was a beautiful game of Iconic Not Iconic. I loved it. Thanks uh, for playing. I'm glad that I learned about a new meme. Um, I'm going to send it to you. I, I, I can picture it. Yeah. It's uh, not that difficult. <laughs> I mean, I, you could honestly combine that with the Noah Galvin Bent plot picture. Absolutely. My mind is constantly making a tweet. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we've actually sort of been deprogrammed and reprogrammed to think in tweets. So like that's cool. Everyone has smaller thoughts now because <laughs> we have to fit them into 280 characters. Whoa, dream big. Guys, thank you so much for listening today. This has been another wonderful episode of Word on the Straits before before we go. Yeah. I, we would just like to remind everyone to go out and get tested for all manner of things. If you yeah. if you feel bad, check it out. Wear your damn mask, bitch. Yeah, definitely wear a mask. Um, I also want everyone to get out and register to vote slash vote. I, I, I saw something saying we're less than 100 days away from election day. Mm-hmm, that's true. So that is, you know, a pressing matter on in these times. And, and if you are registered already, girls, just like double check. Just like check your registration and be like, whoa, okay. That's or double me. register and vote twice. Yeah, no double register and vote twice. Get, get get your friend's ID, vote for them. And like make sure to leave at least two weeks, probably longer, if you're voting by now. True. Finally, you know, give. Go out and give. Like your time, your money, your mm. effort, your energy to Eve. a good cause. Maybe manifest positive things for the world but then you also have to go out and do these things or support these things so give your time give your energy give your money open your wallet if able and stream chromatica stream chromatica um you know check out the uh one direction albums of the past yeah uh, and just you know enjoy life uh i've been at Sam spanish on instagram i also have another podcast called bitter jurors at bitter jurors pod on twitter uh we talk about avatar the last airbender and we've been having a great time Sickening. Can't wait. And you can follow me at Queer Queen um, on Instagram and Twitter as well. Beautiful. That wraps us up for the show. Another one in the bag. Another one bites the bag.